You're listening to AGRR Magazine's special podcast, Industry Update, The Coronavirus. This podcast is designed to bring you the latest industry news surrounding the disruptions caused by this worldwide pandemic. And now I'll turn it over to Tara Tafra, Editorial Director of AGRR Magazine, who will introduce our special guest. Our guest today is Eric Asbury, CEO of Equalizer. Eric, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. And we're glad to have you here. And so just tell us first how things are going at the company, um, specifically, you know, how COVID um, has had an effect so far. Well, it's it's been an interesting uh, couple of months here. Uh, we've we definitely had a slowdown. Uh, it's been uh, a little bumpy at first when it was, uh, you know, first happened, but we, we were kind of prepared. We kind of saw the writing on the wall. We thought, hey, they're going to probably shut down a lot of things and, and try to, uh, you know, get a plan going. And so we were, I feel like we were proactive in trying to adjust schedules, make sure everybody was informed, really tried to work on some of the, the things that we were hearing from overseas that they were dealing with. Um, but we definitely did see a slowdown. That slowdown is continuing today. I will say that it's kind of um, it's leveling out. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's definitely a promising time because we're kind of, you know, at least as of this date, trying to get a plan for, uh, reopening as much as we can, and I hope that they, you know, roll that out in a safe way because it's that's going to be the key to what happens over the next year, in my opinion. But uh, as right. far as Equalizer is concerned, it's it's been it's been something that we've been paying very close attention to, and but it has it has brought our business down some. But I feel like we're going through a leveling out period, so I think we may be through kind of the hardest part so far. Well, that's good to know. And remind me, what state are you located in? We are in Texas, uh, more specifically Round Rock, Texas, which is a suburb of Austin, which is, we are in the county, uh, Williamson County. Uh, So I was uh, telling someone this morning that, you know, we have confirmed cases, like 287 of those uh, cases uh, and seven deaths in our county. And I think that that, you know, for a suburb county like we are to Austin, Uh I think that's been pretty average to the people that I've talked to, at least, is when you're in kind of a suburb county of a larger uh, city that, you know, they've been, you know, average cases seem to be fairly low, in my opinion, if you want to compare it to a larger place. Right, right. And yeah. and remind me also, how many employees does Equalizer have? We have 28 employees total. Um, okay. Th- there's, um, there's been a lot of talk recently that, uh, and, I, and I've been very happy and pleased to hear that some of the large companies that are out there that, you know, thousands of employees, but they tend to uh, sign up for uh, some of the programs that the government's given in the, like the payroll protection plan and, and things of that nature that they've uh, decided to send their money back uh, because they are not small business. They just have small pieces and parts uh, and locations around the country. And it's been nice to hear that they're giving that money back so that small businesses like us can survive this thing. Yeah. And that's what's a good segue. I was going to ask you, um, have you applied for any of those programs? We did apply for the the payroll protection uh, plan. We did apply for that and we were approved for it. And it's been quite a help uh, during the time, you know, our, our goal when we started this, uh, this plan of action to go forward through this, we, we really wanted to focus on trying to keep our employees employed, uh, Mm -hmm. keep them working. Uh, Some of our actions have been to create uh, split shifts uh, to create, you know, uh, work, 
specific work days that they may be off or on. And the reason we did that was to just keep as much contact in a minimal way as we could. That way they're not, uh, you know, a social, a forced social distancing, if you will. Right. And uh, that was kind of one of our early on plans is that we really have to kind of keep people apart, but keep everyone together, uh, you know, throughout all of this. And with the payroll protection plan, that's made that possible. So it's, it's been a plus for us and we were, we were glad we got approved for it. Yeah. And that you're one of the few, I know a very, you know, I know you've seen all the numbers, like I have so many companies applied, um, and the money ran out. And I know even though they came with another round, it was very hard to get. So, right. And um, we actually just squeaked under that deadline. We were just, we were literally approved like hours before that, that, uh, cutoff happened. So we were, we were sweating it there at the end, but yeah, wow. we were very, very fortunate. So we were happy. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that. Um, so I want, so you sell your tools to auto glass companies. So I imagine you have a lot of conversations with, you know, your customers, um, auto glass owners, installers. Um, can you tell us maybe a little bit um, about how some of your customers are faring? You know, it's it's been really interesting because we have, uh, you know, not, maybe not a direct conversation with myself on everyone, but definitely in our uh, weekly meetings we've been having during this time, I've heard a lot of information. Uh, I have talked to some, uh, it's been very varied. I've been very su- surprised at how varied it is in some markets. Uh, like there was a, you know, we were talking to a gentleman in Florida who has one location and he has been busy throughout this entire time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that, is in heavy contrast to someone we were talking to in Arizona who was just, they, they literally are in danger of losing the business. They're almost at the end and they're the same size company. They have basically the same type of books of business, you know, where they're dealing with, you know, fleets or they're dealing with individuals and, and uh, you know, it's, it's interesting to see market to market what that's kind of been the stories that are negative they're pretty scary when you start listening yeah. to them because they are literally standing on the edge of the cliff and they're trying not to fall off. Um, but the ones that are doing well, I would say that they're doing average well. And yeah. it's, a, it's, it's an even keel too, based on what, you know, we've all been discussing every week is that, you know, it's, it's a 50, 50 thing. You're either doing really not so good at all, or you're doing just fine, you know, and it's, it's interesting to see how that's played out. Well, we have found the exact same thing um, in the auto glass industry, as well as all the other industries that we cover, um, flat glass industry, windows and doors, window film. It's all the same thing. You talk to some people, say they're still busy, still doing jobs. Others are, like you said, literally some people have said to me, I hope to be open at the end of this. So with how crazy it is, I mean, what does your planning look like through all this? Can you plan? How far out are you going? Just tell me a little bit about what you're thinking. Well, as I said before, we, you know, from the very start of all of this, we we were very adamant to try and stay in communication. Some of us are working remotely. Uh, pretty much through all of this process. Some of us are, you know, in-house taking care of business. Um, so in our weekly meetings that we talk about, uh, the plan literally sounds like if you were to listen to it from, you know, the, from an overview, you would hear what sounds like we're just living day to day. We're trying to just say, okay, we'll t- take on tomorrow when tomorrow happens. Uh, and we'll just keep trying to move through it. We have very specific plans in place that, could reach out a few months. I think anybody who thinks that they can plan for any anywhere over three months from now 
uh, unless you have a very heavy stream of cash sitting in your bank, you're probably not going to be able to plan very much. It's going to be tough because you're going to be using a lot of resources to be able to weather the storm. And we still don't know if that's going to be um, a heavy storm or a light storm. So, we, you know, like I said, day to day, it sounds like, but the, the plans that we have, uh, we're trying to continue on with everything that we were doing prior to this situation. So, Everything from marketing programs to, you know, whatever, you know, you may come up with a uh, good example. We have uh, something that we have coming up that's uh, for um, we're going to call it uh, Equalizer America Strong. Uh, and it, oddly enough, we were we were planning this program before we started or before we went into this COVID situation where basically we are going to be given to uh, health care providers and first responders and military. If you, wow. If you buy products that are actually designed with the American flag on them. So you'll start to see some of that marketing roll out. And, you know, that's kind of our way of trying to give back to the people who have really made a difference in this situation and all of the people who are on the front lines. I mean, you hear it in the, in the news all the time. Everybody tries to jump on that. Yeah, we've really got to take care of our first responders. There couldn't be any more truth to this. They, they really are the people who have, have saved us through a lot of this stuff. So Absolutely. it's, uh, so we're, you know, we're trying to just stay on our course, trying to make sure that we're still doing the same thing that we've always done, trying to take that positive route, because really at the end of the day, that's, that's all you've got to rely on. You just stay on your course that you were on beforehand, try to adjust for the things that are happening as they occur. You're not going to be able to plan a very long way out to the distance because we don't know what that's going to bring and try to just take it day by day. As hard as that is to do sometimes in business, you really just kind of have to keep looking at it day by day. Yeah, you're really right. Um, is there anything that you all have learned um, through this or implemented that you will do going forward when this is all over? Yeah, there, there's been a lot of conversation about uh, certain things to invest in, in terms of like, uh, we start with our employees, you know, like personal safety gear, the PPE that everybody's been talking about, you know, the face masks, the, the uh, gloves, uh, hand sanitizer, uh, all of that stuff. We, we are definitely, as supplies start to kind of turn around and come back the right direction, going to invest in a lot of the, that to just have over to the side, just to number one, take care of, of us, but also uh, to, you know, we have a lot of PPE and kind of a different way that has to do with the vehicles, uh, you know, seat covers, steering wheel covers, things of that nature, uh, trying to keep some of that uh, maybe a little bit more than we normally would uh, mm -hmm. on hand. That way we'd be able to take on a situation. We actually ran out of a lot of things at first. Uh, you know, we, we were luckily we had orders in place and, and we're able to, to fill it back in as this problem occurred. But just just things of that nature, trying to ramp up certain things that we saw as shortcomings because we weren't expecting this kind of direction uh, yeah. with how everything went. So trying to shore up some of those uh, those uh, supply lines is really going to be first thing. And then, of course, obviously, the second thing you want to do as a business is that you want to set aside money. You know, a lot of times we're so focused on growth that we never think about the impacts like something that this can bring. And I think the biggest lesson it taught us was that, you know, you really do have to have an emergency fund um, ready for these kinds of events. And not everybody can really do that. Uh, and it can vary on how much money you can really set aside for an emergency. But, um, if you, if you follow a lot of financial, uh, 
experts, if you will, if you'll follow their lead. A lot of them, when they start talking about businesses, they always talk about an emergency fund. Even on a personal level, you should set aside X amount of money uh, right. for your own emergency personal. You know, if you listen to Dave Ramsey or those kind of right. guys, they'll they'll tell you these kinds of things. And there couldn't be anything truer. And I think the biggest lesson for us through all of this is, you know, you just have to build a barrier to at least carry you for a few months when something like this happens. And then you maybe you won't have to lean on government programs, even though they're great and everybody should take advantage of them as much as you can. Um, you know, you won't have to lean on that so hard. You can have and what you need to take care of yourself. I'm glad you mentioned that because I almost interrupted you before when we were talking about the auto glass installers, because that is so important. Um, and I've learned, again, we have a window film magazine and I am working on a story right now. So that's fresh in my mind. And I've been talking to them and we did a survey and like the biggest thing that everybody said, like, what have you learned from this is save more, save more, you know, have a fun, like keep more cash on hand, like Absolutely. overwhelming. That's what everyone said. So I'm just wondering if any of your um, employees or you have talked to maybe some people in the auto glass industry, are they telling you that too? Oh, I wish we would do that. Maybe are you getting the sense of that? They kind of learned and they're going to try to do that now going forward. Uh, I've gotten a lot of, uh, I wish I had done this beforehand, yeah. not so much now where they're like, we're, you know, when we come out of this, we're going to have to do this because some of them are really worried they can't come out of it. Um, right. but I think that, yeah, that's definitely on people's minds right up front is that you need to build that buffer. And you know, that's difficult because when your business is doing well, you know, you tend to get a little comfortable because, you know, you want to, you know, maybe you want to buy stuff. Maybe you want to invest in your company more because you've got that extra money. It's really hard to just take a chunk of money and set it yeah. aside. But yeah, that's definitely been something that has been a chord that they've all struck in every conversation. Even the ones that are doing well, it was like the reason that they're doing okay is because they did have that money set aside, or at least they had a pattern of setting that money aside. So right. it's definitely, definitely something that I think it's probably number one. And I think everybody, the trick will be not to get complacent after everything kind of gets back to some sort of normal to keep that idea up front and center. And it'll help in a lot of situations, not just with a, a COVID virus like this. It could be anything, you know, natural disasters happen all the time. Right. And that's a good point with a lot of this, you know, keep up the extra, um, you know, sanitizing procedures that you've been doing, you know, keep up with right. the saving, you know, I know, it is easy to, when time goes on, you kind of forget, but, um, you know, maybe that's something good to leave our listeners with. Um, but if there's anything else that I didn't ask you that maybe you wanted to add, um, before we let you go. Uh, I, you know, I think we covered a lot, uh, talking today and, and I appreciate that uh, opportunity to, to kind of say my speech. It's, it's kind of, a, it's kind of a, um, kind of cathartic being able to, you know, to talk your way through it because it is a stressful time for everyone. Um, it is. I, I'll, I'll, it is. The only thing I could really leave with, I guess, if you want to say that, you know, I'm going to leave some sort of something to say is that we will all get through this, you know, in one way, shape or fashion. Maybe you might have to change your perspective a little bit. Um, it, it's painful. Change is difficult no matter you know, what you do, it can be very difficult for some, but the, but the end of the day, you know, we went through, you know, in my lifetime, I've went through things like nine 11 and, you know, all of those different events in history that scare you to death. Uh, at the end of the day, you, you come out of it and you keep going and you keep finding a new path to take, and you've just got to keep 
ongoing. That's that's yep. what you have to do. And try to just adapt to the situation as it comes. And I think most people will do that. Absolutely. That's a great way to take us out. And we thank you so much for joining us today. It was really good info. Well, thank you very much for having me. You guys have a great day. That concludes today's episode, as well as our special series on COVID-19. In May, we will be coming to you with podcasts related to a variety of autoglass-related topics. In the meantime, check glassbites.com daily for the latest news. Take care.